So, um, what's this weird? I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but something weird has been happening on my routes. Um, it started out, I, uh, I open up a mailbox and there's like this tic-tac-toe sheet. What? There. Yeah, it's like a tic-tac, it's like a, like a piece of paper and someone wrote on it like, please play tic-tac-toe with me and like smiley faces and hearts and stuff. It's a ghost. And it's, it, that is a ghost. No, it's definitely the person because it's like, it's signed by the person who lives at that address. Cindy Crawford, definitely not a ghost. <laughs> well, what it's, it's really... At first, because I, I didn't even find out about it, my the my sub the that dead, was my route, the dead person who was on no. your route, who was giving you notes. Well, if if it is a ghost, it's widespread, and the ghosts are coming back to like do this. Be, oh, be, let does me, that let does me that upset you that you're not the only person who the ghost cares about? <laughs> a little bit. It's a whore if, ghost. It's a ghost of a whore. <laughs> well, so okay, so. It happened. It happened once, and like so, I started playing tic tac toe with them. Um, and I don't know what it is—if it's a kid or if it's just the mom, or, or I don't even know who's doing it. Uh, ex- you know, I don't know exactly. Oh, I who's hope doing it's not it. a poor kid. Yeah, I I hope it's not. And I I was talking to my sub, and he was like, just because he was the one that told me about it, and he was like, just when you when you go to that mailbox, just you know, play tic tac toe with whoever. I think it's a kid or whatever. And I was like. I don't feel comfortable like playing tic-tac-toe with whoever is trying to do that you know like I don't know what they're what they're trying to do you know are they trying to get my fingerprints you know they are they gonna try and frame me for I don't know I didn't feel comfortable doing it but I did anyway I um I was playing tic-tac-toe with him or whoever it is and then I open up the mailbox at a different place uh, on my route today, and there, there, sure enough, there's a tic-tac-toe sheet. And uh, again, someone else is trying to play tic-tac-toe with me, the mailman. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? So there must be some sort of like something in a magazine or something in the news where it's like, how to have fun with your essential worker or some bullshit like that. Oh you know God, I mean? yeah, that's that probably is like some dumb lib shit that's like going on now where it's like, how to thank, you know, yeah, how to thank your frontline heroes. Yeah. Give them $5 to Starbucks. Write them a fun note. Play oh tic-tac-toe. It's, it's funny you say that because um, just yesterday, this guy comes out and he gives me a Starbucks um, thing. I even have it right here. That's it's a-, a $10 gift card to Starbucks. And he's like, let me buy you a coffee. Thank you so much for all you do. And I'm just like, oh my God, dudes. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to complain about a gift card, but still. Um, so yeah, it must be, it must be like, yeah, it's got to be something that someone is putting out there. I kind of want to find it. I, I haven't looked it up online, but I'm sure it's somewhere. I'm sure it's somewhere it says where the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. That was a good one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I, 
it's been a while since we talked on a regular because we had the we had the interview with Amber Ivy, mm-hmm. which went well. But a lot of things have happened since then that I don't think we've really talked about. Um, and I'm sure you watched the RNC, right? Mm-hmm. I I um I didn't watch as much of it as I watched the DNC, and I kind of regret um having my convention nut sort of be depleted for the DNC and not the RNC, but I only watched the entirety of the first night of the RNC because it was seemingly the only interesting one. That's kind of when they used up all the booze and coke. That's when everything exciting happened. And then, like, I kind of just, like, hit the highlight reel as it was happening. Like, I don't know. I was in, like, some group chat uh, conversations with other people who were watching it. And then, because they were just going to watch it to watch it in general. And then we were like, you know, hit us up when like these people come on. So I'd like, like do something else and then just get a text. It was like, you know, the fucking, uh, the Covington kid or whatever. Oh, is on. Okay. So I didn't watch any of the Covington kid. What was his speech like? I mean, he I talks remember... fucking weird. He has like a weird well, like dude, speech he... thing going on. He just came out of high school, right? I, I remember coming out of high school. I could talk like a normal, I talked like a normal man. Out of high, fresh out of high school. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody has an uh, um the like, gift of being an orator like I do. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I mean, he, I'm like a hundred steps behind you. Yeah, no, yeah, I can't even see you back there. No, he um he didn't say anything interesting. He literally just simped for Trump. He didn't even like really bring his own shit up. Like I was expecting him to like really go hard about like how CNN sucks and he won the lawsuit and blah 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 but he he really only said that like i mean he kind of had a case for himself but he just kind of been he was just kind of a uber about it like you could have just fucking i don't know you didn't have to you didn't have to be and the per like they're just like really perversely like they're 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 using these fucking kids they're using the fuck out of that kid yeah, it's and it's not just them. It's not just the right wing either. I mean, the left does it too with the you know with the kids that then all these shootings and stuff, and they just kind of like put these kids that like probably aren't ready to get their lives publicized one hundred percent completely. Yet, uh, you know, I'm gonna call a little difference on that because the like the sand not was it Sandy Hook or no the uh, Stoneman Marjorie Douglas or whatever. The, the the Florida kids, yeah, all yeah, those. Yeah. But all those kids like sort of decided that they wanted to be like gun rights activist kids, right? So they like it was it was. I think that it was a, a, at least like half, more than half, like their decision to be somewhat public figures in the spotlight. And you notice they weren't at the DNC because they wanted to keep the whole gun issue quiet, you know, because they just want to focus in on just not saying anything about anything there that they stand for. They just want to talk about Trump all day long. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but no, I think that those kids like really wanted to be activists and they still are doing like activism. I haven't heard anything from them in a long time. Oh, I mean, they're, they're still floating around. They, they still pop up whenever there's like a gun, like a gun thing happening whenever there's like a big shooting or something, if they need like B roll for like, you know, the 11th hour news where nothing's happening, they'll like, you know, consult with like 
what's his name, David Hogg or whatever. Like they'll they'll bring in he like was a, he's a good speaker. Yeah, I'm so I'm saying they'll they'll bring in one of those he's, kids and they'll talk for a little bit. But like the Covington he's kid, smart as fuck. the Covington kid like isn't going to be an activist. I mean, honestly, what? what he should do is he should go to fucking he should crowdfund his education, right? He should get like these like right wing online people to pay for him to go to school. He should go for communications, get a, a get an internship at Fox, and then immediately become like a you know a twenty one year old correspondent or like an anchor. He if could he was smart. He would definitely do that. He could have, but he, like you said, he couldn't speak. He's not a good speaker. He's not a good speaker. But he could have like a wonderful career as like the next. He could either go straight up Tucker Carlson and be like an online host, or. He could go the Stephen Miller route and just like be groomed by all these old senators, become one of their like PR guy, like assistant dudes, and then like eventually get like a job in the White House. You think he's that bad? Like he could be that bad? I mean, Stephen Miller is probably the worst of the worst. Stephen Miller is a terrible piece of shit, but I right. think but- that a lot of his, I think that he is baseline more racist at that age he was baseline more racist in high school than the covington kid is for sure but i definitely think that if he had that same trajectory of like you know getting under like the equivalent of whatever stephen miller did so like you know getting under hannity's wing and becoming like a kid that's always on hannity and then whenever he graduates college and needs a fucking job hannity hooks him up with like you know fucking like Matt Gates or some fucking conservative senator or some conservative congressperson and then like gets him into politics and then that's how he climbs the ladder because that's what happened with Stephen Miller. Mm-hmm. Except it was Roy Moore, I think. Yeah, he worked for Roy no, Moore. No, 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 uh, Michelle Bachman. He worked for Roy Moore at some point. Oh, well, that's bad. That was his like whole thing is I'm pretty sure, he, I'm pretty positive he was like Roy Moore's like PR guy. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it was in, why do you think, was Candace Owens in the RNC at all? Nope. Isn't that weird? It's was awesome. Was she too radical for that, you think? I, I mean, they pretty much used up all the black people they could find, and Candace Owens, they missed out on, I feel like. I mean, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I think that they... They didn't really have a lot of those like really crazy first term like Trump people really get on there. I think that it's honestly because they had more popular black people that they could bring up. And so Candace Owens just didn't make the cut. Right. Like honestly, I think that that's that that's what it is. Right, right, right. Like she doesn't really bring anything to the table that like you know, uh, Kim Klasick or someone else could do more eloquently and bring in more voters. Like Candace Owens is a very acquired taste. Oh yeah, for sure. So she's not going to bring in anybody. She will galvanize like a very small section, but like. Well, and they, they spent the whole convention trying to like argue that Trump's not racist. I mean, Nikki Haley's speech was just uh, r- ridiculous because no one actually believes anything that she's fucking saying. Oh, uh, wait, wait, Although, wait, 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 wait. It's not Roy Moore. It was Jeff Sessions. Okay, I was going to say, because Roy Moore was like more of a thing while Trump was president. Yeah, no, it's, it was Jeff Sessions, my bad. It was still like a piece of shit, but a different piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, huge piece of shit. He also worked for Michelle Bachman. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, piece of shit. Um, 
What was I going to say? What was I saying? Um, this Candace Owens sucking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, the like the theme of the RNC was basically trying to. The whole thing was just trying. They because they must have. They must have some intel that people even on in the on the right are a little uncomfortable with Trump's racism because they spent the whole time um, gathering uh, or l- trying to get people to believe that Trump's not racist or that Trump um, is good for black people well, or whatever. That's an interesting part of it, right? So the entire DNC was reactionary to Trump. Everything right. was was counteracting Trump's this or that. So then the RNC in turn was focused on defending Trump the entire time. Yeah. You know, and so the only thing that they talked about was how Trump's actually secretly been great for the economy somehow. What well, there's there's also zero policy. Did and, you hear anything on policy at all the whole time? No, I didn't. No. And then he also is secretly the best for minorities and not white people that the country's ever had. We're like the two things they kept on talking about. Yeah, and it's like nobody actually believes that. But I, I if you're, I don't know, Nikki, Nikki Haley is, when she gave her speech, she I is definitely trying to be president at some point. At some point. But I imagine someone who is on the fence about Trump, that they, they like certain things, but they're a little uncomfortable about the racist aspect of it. They could probably listen to that and be converted. I think converted, that but. I think that Nikki Haley probably did the best job of trying to convince people that Trump isn't a, a also, monster. That other guy, the um, the what? black dude. God, what's his fucking name? I don't know. Who are you talking about? Mm, apparently, I don't what, either. I Tom Cotton? Name down. You're talking about Tom Cotton? No, no, no. Black guy. I don't fucking know. Isn't that the dude? I don't know who Tom Cotton is. Tom Cotton's like this. Tom Cotton is the guy that they claim was the future of Trumpism. But when he, you know, when he spoke at the RNC, everyone was like, oh, oh that guy. He I'm sucks looking at him up. speaking. Yeah, that guy sucked at speaking. Um, so. fuck, who was, cause there's the one dude and he, yeah, he was like, uh, I know here, I think I might know who you're talking about. I just forget his name. Cause I, I don't really care. He's got like a, never mind. <laughs> He's got one of those names. I don't know. It's hard that for white people to say. What? I, we are probably talking about different, Two different, different people. people. That's okay. I Let's move on. Know. Um, okay. So Kenosha happened. Um, and then. Like Trump, def- how do you, how can you explain the whole martyrdom of this ki- of this kid? Not martyrdom because he didn't die, but um, no, they're the they're trying to make they're trying shooter. to make him a martyr. They really yeah, are calling. I mean, Ann Coulter said he should be president, not that she should be taken seriously at all, but uh, she you know uh, she basically said he should be pre- he should be our president. Um, and then Trump actually defends the 17-year-old shooter, um, saying he was acting in self-defense, um, that he's actually a patriot. Uh, it's just crazy that you have these protesters who, yeah, they might be looting or they might be wrecking, wrecking private property and stuff, but they're not killing people. They're not hurting anyone physically, really. Um 
And then you have the people on the right wing. We've seen a number of instances where these militias are being protected by the police in certain ways and also shooting protesters and killing them and then uh, being praised for it, uh, apparently. Uh, And then, you know, if you are pointing assault weapons at, at these Black Lives Matter protesters uh, or brandishing them, you're going to get invited to the RNC. I mean, what is the kind of reward system that we're setting up here uh, for the future? I mean, this is this is something that is uh, pretty difficult to, to witness and handle well, right now. I agree with you completely. It it's really gross to uh to really think about how not only everything went down but also how it's been like handled in the news, right? And like we could spend hours debating whether or not what that kid like what that kid did was fucked up and then to the degree, you know, that it was fucked up. Like, I mean, I think that we're both on the same page that it was fucked up, but I mean, like, there's just been nonstop, like, trying to justify what he did, right? Right. It's it's all the justification. I mean, first off, this kid is coming in from out of town. He's being driven there out by his mother. He's being... Out of state. So, uh, you know, let's... Yes. Fine. Let, let, let's break down these facts as we understand them as of right now, right? Right. He's a 17-year-old, which means he's too young to own or be carrying a firearm. Mm-hmm. He travels across state lines. His mother drives him across state lines. Mm-hmm. He is going at the request of a Facebook group or Facebook event held by Wisconsin-based militias calling for and, patriots. And Trump. And Trump, just straight up. Trump has been telling people to do this kind of stuff in the past, you know? Yeah, but the, the, the specific thing that he attended was like a thing that was organized by right-wing militias in Wisconsin. He shows up to the event. He is seen talking to police. So the police didn't even do anything about an obvious child with a fucking gun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we have all that shit. Chaos ensues, and then there's a scuffle, and then we get into all the, the justifications for what happened next, right? No, there's a scuffle after he shoots. I mean, because he shoot he first shoots two people. One's injured, and one dies. No, then he he's... didn't. No, he didn't first shoot two people. He first yeah, shot. And then... He first shot the person with the bag. He first shot the Malt- the alleged Molotov cocktail person. Okay, that's the first thing. Unless, but I'm... the scuffle comes afterwards. The, yeah, the after they realize that he shot someone. That's the second scuffle. Yeah. There's a first incident, and that's when he starts running, and that's when someone throws a bag at him, and because there's the video of that, and then people said that it was a Molotov cocktail, even though it's a fucking plastic shopping bag, and that's the first person that he fucking shoots, and that's the person who they alleged was like a pedophile and how it's okay that he was dead because he was a sex offender. Even though I've seen people argue that there's no evidence that he actually was a sex offender, but that's neither here nor there. Well, also, I mean, it's not like this kid knows that Uh, you can't bring up these 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 past things in in terms of this, right? You can't justify what this kid is doing to something he had no idea was even about, you know? Yeah. 
we're not going to defend a pedophile, but we're also not going to defend this kid for shooting whoever, you know? Yeah, it's not like he fucking knew who this person was ahead of time, right? So then he shoots that person, they fucking die, or they're on the ground dying. He then calls one of his buddies and says, hey, I just shot somebody, and starts fucking running, and people are chasing him. Then he trips or gets knocked over, and he's on the ground. Someone with a skateboard comes up and tries to disarm him, at which point that person gets shot in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Someone else is chasing him who has a pistol. That person gets shot in the arm. Then the crowd disperses, and he walks past all these cops with his hands up, allegedly saying that he had just shot people, and the cops, cops wave him off. Then he's able to find his mom, and his mom takes him back to Illinois where he's then arrested by local police the next day. Where, to the best of my understanding, he's still being held in juvenile detention, and he missed his court date, and they're giving him an extension for, like, at least another week so that he can afford a private attorney. There's a GoFundMe for him that raised a shit ton of money that was then canceled by GoFundMe, and now a private Christian group has raised, like, over $100,000 for his legal fees. In insane this is insane to me and i'm i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure that the person with the bag was shot first and then the two other people were shot because but i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that that's what happened there was a scuffle and a chase and then a then the first person got shot and then another chase and then the two people got shot who were on camera yeah i mean there's nothing more i mean this is just something that really really angers me um uh because it's like we're we're now accepting these militia as the same as the police, basically. Uh, well, like, that's the other thing, too, is they weren't deputized. It, it is on camera where the cops are saying, thank you, we appreciate you, and then they say that they're going to draw the protesters to the militia, quote, so you can you handle can, it. Right. But, so at that point, what's the difference? They basically are deputized. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, ridiculous. And again... The protesters, most of them don't have the type of weapons that these militiamen are bringing. Most of them, I'm sure. And again, private property is not a per. They're not killing anyone. They're not. This is right wing violence, and and left wing rioting. But the violence is coming from the right. Oh, I was thinking militias. of I was thinking of Tim Scott, not Tom Cotton. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, sorry, but um. Yeah, no, it it really it really is infuriating because all these ju- yeah, they weren't deputized, they're not fucking cops. Like and then there's all this shit where people like we need to defend the cops, we need to help the cops. No you fucking don't. Like if the cops can't do their fucking jobs and this is even more proof that they need to be completely restructured. Like right. there is no fucking need for armed citizens to be out there fucking tag teaming fucking other people with the cops. Like you're not a fucking vigilante, this isn't fucking taxi driver like Grow the fuck up. You're not in Call of Duty. But this is the next step, right? Because at some point, we we all realize that when you first start your a campaign by saying, um, you know, maybe the maybe the Second Amendment people can do something about this problem with Hillary Clinton, then you say, I can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and not get in trouble for it, and then you keep on going with this type of rhetoric saying that protesters, uh, you should be aggressive with protesters. Uh, when you arrest someone, these cops should make make the person get hit in the head before they 
what we're putting in the car. You keep on doing this type of rhetoric to the point where you're saying you're calling these this these militiamen patriots. Yeah. Um, and then you are they're taking the law into their own hands. You're in, yeah, you're inciting violence. At some point, you get to the point where you get to the point where Donald Trump is the one pulling the trigger, right? So now you he need him and everyone they need to normalize. Uh, these protesters actually getting shot by these militiamen um, because or they're going to they're going to normalize it and make it a thing that's patriotic. Um, and that's probably because at, at this point, yeah, I mean, the thing that Trump's Trump is doing is now making it that he is basically pulling the trigger, that he is killing these people. That's a little dramatic. I don't agree with that, but it. It, it, it is, though. I mean, no, it's you, not that you, he's pulling the trigger. If you say that to anybody, you just sound like a bleeding heart lip to say that he's pulling the trigger. He's not. He is enabling and allowing other people to do it. I mean, that's what the cops are with the militia. They're allowing people to kill cops, to kill people on behalf of the cops so they don't have to do the paperwork. I'm just saying there's a chain that you can see. That pretty much leads. Oh, they're they're oh, allowing yeah. it. They're accepting it. They're applauding it and praising it. But you, it's not that he's pulling the trigger. That's like way too melodramatic to ever you know make sense to anybody. In my opinion, saying that Trump okay. is pulling the trigger, that's just. Like I just a don't see too. the difference if you're enabling people. If you're if you have a pathway for people to start doing this and normalizing it and calling them patriots, uh, I don't see the difference between. He is responsible. But I would never say he pulled the trigger because that's just, it's not a fucking, It's a you know, shitty, poetic, lame yeah, way to put it. Yeah, it's just too fucking melodramatic like, to but be taken the, seriously. Okay, I understand. The sentiment is yeah. not incorrect, but the wording is I'm just like I'm not good annoying. with my words, but it basically means the same thing of any, if we could put it more eloquently, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying and I agree. Like, it, it is, he is 100% responsible. He should be held accountable. He and all right. of his people. And let me just say, I, I don't fucking like Joe Biden at all. I really don't. This is a terrible fucking election. I'm not voting for either than I'm voting for Howie Hawkins. But it is interesting, comparing the DNC and the RNC, how the DNC was legitimately based um, on everyone, right? It was for everyone to an extent. It was targeted at Democrats. It was targeted at Republicans. Obviously, actual progressives weren't in that, but they don't fucking care about you know us anyways. The, the DNC was focused on the two American parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, trying to make the Democrats right. feel comfortable at where they are and trying to bring the Republicans over, right? The RNC right. was only focused on people who like Trump. It was only there to reassure people who like Trump that what they're doing is the correct thing. That's all it is. And that's all Trump's entire presidency is at this point, is reassuring his base and his followers that what they're doing is cool. And you saw that when he went to Kenosha and basically called all the, all the protesters domestic terrorists. I mean, we're getting to that point, right? Oh. Generalizing everyone that just doesn't agree with him. I mean, he's not, he's not an actual president of this country. No, he's, he's president of the 43% of people that support him. Well, that's the whole thing is he, he is only here to help his base. And I will give Biden the credit of at least trying to talk to everybody. Trump only talks to his base. If you're not a supporter of Trump, you are his enemy. He has made right. that 
he's made that very, very, very clear, and that's fine. I like, I'm completely fine with being the president's enemy. I don't really care. Not that he knows who I am, but like it. it well, also the the not only the theme of the RNC was like uh, anti-racist stuff, but it was also trying to frame again with this whole framing, like you know, if you vote for, if Joe Biden gets in, he's going to make America a crime-ridden country, and I don't see how he can accurately uh really portray this when it's you know how can't people people don't seem to understand that he's president right now and we have all this unrest but yeah that's he's what, trying to argue that joe biden's world is going to be unrest when it's already happening yeah, i mean how can you sit there and it's like he's running as if he's not president yet he is running and he is the only incumbent president i have ever heard of that is running an opposition campaign against himself right i have never once heard of an a- fucking incumbent president running an opposition campaign to the current state of the country it's insane it is and fucking wild are going some people are going to follow for it, but I mean, but the it, polls don't seem to be still in favor of him. But so. there was so much shit happening and it was such a fucking headache to listen to, right? So we had the two things that really stuck out to me. Number one was they're pointing to things that are happening currently in the country under the Trump administration that are fucked up and saying, you see that? That's what's going to happen if Biden's president ignoring the fact that Trump's already the goddamn president and it's already fucking happening under him. It's insane. It's it's infuriating. So that's like a big thing that I do not understand. And that plays into the second point. So the big theme was the chaos is coming and is here because of Democrat-run cities. That's the big buzzword. Democrat-run cities. Right. Right? Okay, so we have this idea now implanted that Trump cannot control the Democrat-run cities, which means that the Democrat-run cities, the, the Democrats who run these cities are more powerful in their locality than the president, right? So the president is essentially powerless in these cities. So the president is now powerless. Then the next sentence they say is completely contradicting that by talking about how he's this great, strong leader and he's done so many good things for America and he's the guy who gets things done and he imposes his will and he knows what's best for us. So which one is it? Is he this amazing leader who's doing the best for the country that anyone has ever done ever? Or is he a president that is so powerless in these urban centers that they're being led by these local politicians and they're being led to ruin? Well, he can he can he can kind of make this point because he has shown that he can just take the Department of Homeland Security and go into these cities and do what he wants with them. I'm surprised he's not doing it uh, right now. He won't do he won't he will not do that unless there's a crazy thing happening because it it fucked with his numbers so bad and he's riding on a high from the RNC. So that's yeah, and that's that's the only reason, right? He can't um, afford a he cannot afford a political scandal right now but hold on we are halfway through so it's it's weed time oh and it's jewel time i don't like that you're co-opting my weed time with fucking jewels (coughs) 
so wait but wait before we before we're kind of forced to move on i'm not going to rant and ramble that much i'm going to try not to so an interesting part about trump going to kenosha is he he said that he talked to the the family's pastor right he had this whole thing where he talked to jacob blake's pastor the family pastor right and said that like they don't condone this and blah 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 and then jacob blake's family went on the news and were like we don't have a fucking pastor i don't know who the fuck he talked to or what the fuck he's talking about and it's it's a shame that he just assumes that they have a pastor it's I mean, just how angry that would he... you be if you're an atheist family and Trump is like making this argument. It's like, but it's even more funny that he just lied about that and thinking he wouldn't get caught. Cause he can. He, I mean, that's the whole thing, right? You make you make baseless lies all the time, and the, you, if you do it all the time, it's like it just gets normalized, and no one even knows what's going on, and nobody's gonna even hear Jake Blake's family talk say anything because that's not going to be showing up on Fox News, right? Everyone's in their own little bubble, so they're only going to hear what Trump said about well, the pastor thing. Well, that's, that's not, not really hear. true, because they heard his mother talk, because his mother said that she doesn't want there to be violence in the streets on behalf of her son, and she doesn't want people to destroy the city. So that went all around conservative news, because the mom, mother of shooting victim, condones rioters. Right, but they can all, and, and then as soon as she's like, but also we don't have a pastor, all Fox News has to do is cut that out. Didn't? Um, did you hear that they fucking had him handcuffed to the bed while he was in there? Who? Jacob Blake. Well, he's fucking paralyzed laying in a hospital bed. He's fucking handcuffed to the bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Who let that happen? The fucking- Where's he going to go? He's got the, no legs. I don't know. The shitty mayor or the shitty fucking sheriff? Who- Did you see the thing where the sheriff, like, he fucking had a fucking press conference or whatever, and he said that, like, it looked like the kid was acting in self-defense or whatever. And then, like, as the story progressed, they asked him later if he still felt the same way, and he was like, I stand by my previous comments. Oh, wow. Like, he's such a piece of shit. Like, they, it's, I don't know. It's fucking terrifying. It really is, like, terrifying. Yeah. That these things can be caught on camera and still nothing gets done. I don't understand how people can look at 2020 and think that voting matters. That might not be a cool thing to say during an election cycle, but like, how can you look at like what's happening in our country and think that a vote will change this when literally no one is doing their job? Your right, elected yeah. representatives and people who you elect to these stations of power do not work in your best interest. They are very blatant about it. How can you think that voting works? How can you think like American democracy actually works when we are really, being betrayed not, left and right? Right, but it's not the voting aspect. It's the it's there's it's the policies in place that that in, that do the favor. They 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 make lobbying more favorable than like uh, listening to than, your constituents. But like that's the whole yeah. thing. Is like what's the point of me even picking somebody if they don't even represent what I because want? Because eventually you'll pick someone that will hopefully. No. work together to fight for getting rid of that but sort of thing. That's you such know? a that's such like a weak like a just a limp dick take like to just say that eventually someone's going to step up. Like they haven't in the past fucking 100 years. I doubt they're going to fucking start now. There's like three or four people who legitimately are like doing good things 
in American right. politics. It just means we're at the very on the be- on the federal I mean, stage, on like the national stage. Yeah, but it also just means that people. It's also an educational thing, right? Because it, there's pl- there's probably candidates every single time in every local place that that would be the better candidate and then they, they don't, don't get have it enough money they, they don't yeah, get they just, it they don't get it right yeah because of lobbying and because of the corrupt system and because it's a fucking old boys club and they make sure that power stays within you know the same circuits like right but fucking... these are these are things that are popular but never on the like never on on never like the primary source of a reason to elect someone you know what i mean there's there's ways that we're fighting it now by like a lot of candidates are refusing it's popular to refuse to take uh pack money or uh money's from money from large corporations or big donors and things like that you know that's become a little more popular this is a new thing and we wait, might be what's just, a, wait uh, what, what what's a new thing the this is a new thing in like uh like being anti citizens united or like that uh oh not the, taking money from packs is a new thing it's a new thing in the sense that people know about it more and they look, they like those kind of candidates that can raise money without corporate donations. I mean, th- uh, I think that that is an example of like a vocal minority. I really don't think that that many fucking people give a shit about where politicians' money comes from. I do. I know it's a huge thing that I, I, I like. Yeah, Jordan, for- you are not that representative of any like national consensus. Like, I, I I don't really think, I mean, I think that across the board with just you as a person, but. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but like, but no, but like, but like, but like, honestly, like, I, if that was an actual thing that there, then there would be more but of an uproar about where like Biden that... and, and Harris's money comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like, people do not care about that at the end of the day. That's what I'm saying, but there are there that should be something that people do, and if you if you had that be something that is one of the primary things that that is focused on to look for a good candidate and we can make that popular then that's kind of a way to go about electing people that would actually go about uh getting rid of this sort of thing the best they can but that's um, that's too there's o- there's not there's no telling how many more years we have to to go in progress for the way this country is run I mean, uh, that's just a, we could be still just be at the super beginning stages if you if you're like in no. a super incrementalist, right? You know what I mean? I mean, sure. I'm not saying I'm that. I'm I mean, saying I, I would say that you are definitely an incrementalist in like everything. I would 100 percent say that. Well, I definitely I mean, think that that a lot of your defenses or your your um, your outlook on these systems is that eventually they will so get better. I'm just not so loom and gloom. I'm not as loom and gloom as you. As what? What did you say? What? I'm just not as loom and gloom as you. What? Loom? Like you, there's no hope wait, wait, in your wait, world. What the fuck in your is? Eyes. Wait, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Loom and gloom. It's what? A, actually what that's the fuck actually is, a thing. Is loom and gloom? It means depressing. It means like what? Nihilistic. It means. Do you mean loom and gloom? You mean doom and gloom? No, that's not a thing. It's loom and gloom. It is 100% not loom and gloom. It is doom and gloom. It is loom and gloom, Or gloom and... No, it is doom and gloom. Loom and gloom? What? Now I feel like we're just talking a fake fucking language, because we've just repeated it so many times. Anyway, you know what I meant by it? I don't. Loom and gloom? It obviously means like melancholy. It means like... Doom and gloom. Definition. A general feeling of pessimism or despondency. Now let's look up loom... What did you say? Loom and gloom? 
Yeah. Nothing. Nothing comes up in Google when I type in <laughs> Loom and Gloom because it's not a real oh, fucking thing. Oh, you know thing. what? It's actually an underwear brand. That's Fruit of the Loom. You, <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. Oh, man. But you know what I fucking meant, and I'm I'm not taking it back. I, I like it better than Doom and Gloom. Loom and Gloom? Yeah. You're like, you're looming over the gloom of the nation. Just stop. Okay? Just stop. Just you're look. I'm just not as I'm not as loom and gloom as you is all. Oh God. You f- are you're at the point where like there's no point in even you arguing for anything because you're so hope you you don't believe in any sort of hope or anything. I I know I do believe I'm in hope, saying, but it exists outside of the existing system. I don't think there's any fixing what's happening in America. You need to burn right. it down and start over. There's no coming okay. back from this. Okay. I don't no, think I that there it. is. And I, I don't think that it's worth waiting 10, it, 15, it, 20, 50, 100 years to try and fix it. Like, we need to fucking... I, I get that. I get that. 100%. Yeah. But in the sense... In, in, let's say you don't get your way and we keep putting Band-Aids on everything, then there's no telling how far into progress we are within a system that, let's say, doesn't burn down like how you want it to but even so i you aren't necessarily advocating for any type of incremental change you're essentially going that weird like free market like the market will correct itself route where you think that these things will just naturally happen Market has nothing to do with what i just said no but it is a good analogy because you're basically saying that same thing because you're you're saying that society will eventually fix itself that religion will eventually go away is something you've brought up also like you're not even really being an incrementalist in any of this stuff. You just think that eventually it's going to just work itself out. You're not even advocating right, right. for baby steps. You just think, well, eventually people will naturally just stop shooting each other. Eventually religion will just go away because people will realize well, that's not how it works. If you want to be an incrementalist, then you got to at it's least have incremental it, steps. I mean, it kind of is a little bit how it works. I mean, a lot of things have progressed since way back when. Because you know, people do stuff. Little, they don't things. wait for the market to correct itself. What? But people yeah. do things. It's not that it just right. eventually happens. Well, None of that change point, is organic. It's all you know, my, instigated my by whole, people. My whole point is that what I meant by beginning stages is like we have, we have now candidates that have made it who have not taken that kind of money, right? Yes. Those types. Yes. They're small, mm-hmm. but they're in there. Mm-hmm. Same with like the Tea Party. We have Tea Party members. We now have QAnon people that have made it in. Yep. Like, in their world, that's their incrementalism. We, we want to smash it. We want to make sure the QAnon candidates don't get any larger. But it doesn't change the fact that their incrementalism has started. You know what I mean? I don't, and, I don't know what you're talking about at this point. I, I don't. I don't know what incrementalism you are now bringing up. And how it has I to just, do with any I'm any literally just saying point. people that, that don't take that, that corporate money that are going to hopefully try and uh, do anti-corruption type shit or anti-dark uh, anti, uh, money, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's a little bit of hope against your loom and gloom. But it's not even, okay, I don't even think that it's hope. I, I I don't know. I think you're misreading the room pretty hard. But um, okay. Um. So 
and you're going around Baltimore. Uh huh. Have you seen any Kimberly Clasic signs no. anywhere? Nope. Not one. You haven't seen any. Zero. No, no not one. Because I feel like um, I feel like that ad would have done something. I mean, it's very. Um, if she has a voter base, it's not going to be. There's anybody no solutions in, the in that ad. First off, but I mean, it it could definitely indoctrinate some people. Well, any any fan that she has doesn't live in the city. That's all right. going to be people out in the county. That's, that that's not yeah. people in the city. So so you haven't seen any even in the county. I guess not now, I mean, I haven't really been looking for any, but now I'll keep my eye out and we can check back in later. Yeah, keep your eye out. Count I, them. I you am, should count them. If I, if I remember to, I will at least tell you if I see any, but I will try and count them. But like, I, I mean, I, I traverse various parts of her, of her district. So like, it's something I could potentially see, but I, none have ever stuck out to me. Maybe okay. one. There's like, there's one spot that it might be. There's like one intersection where it's like all, right wing like trump people signs and like this dude's lawn and he has like a huge handmade like trump sign oh god maybe maybe there i have been seeing more biden signs those fucking trump simps who make their own signs to put in their fucking yard that are like fucking the size of like a goddamn truck are yeah I, i just wish there were people there's nobody on the left that does that sort of shit or not even I'm not sorry not the left there's no democrats that like put the work in to make their own giant sign for anyone people were that energized about Bernie I could see that being a Bernie thing oh for sure not Biden no yeah uh uh-uh. uh there was no there's not but even for Obama there wasn't anything like that I never saw a giant makeshift truck sized Obama sign I feel like I definitely did Speaking of Obama, I didn't know he was a union breaker. Oh, you mean a strike breaker or a union buster? Yes, that's what. <laughs> you know what I fucking meant, dude. Like, I don't always get the i I don't always get the words right. Yeah, it's almost like but I'm when trying I to do... fucking talk to Pootie Tang at this point. <laughs> um. Yeah, Obama. A union buster, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, like the NBA goes on strike. They have all the leverage in the world. I mean, this is the time where people, they love their fucking sports. This is a time where we could really make some, force some, a little bit of change in some people's mind, I'm sure. Or like just, you know, the, the, this was like a thing where they could force some hands, especially owners of teams and stuff, to get on board with things. And um, Obama comes in and talks to them and basically tells them, fuck this shit, dude. Come Stop on, striking. Guys. If you want to Play. make change, you need to vote. I mean, what kind of fucking shit is this, dude? Like, I mean, this, this angered me a lot. I saw people. The fact that... and. And there was like no argument. They just like were like, oh, yes. Like it pisses me off that Obama went in. He's the one that told Biden not to run uh, in 2016. Because, um, you know, if he did, he totally would have gotten instead of Hillary. And, you know, I say what you want. I, I, I 
I would have rather voted for Biden than Hillary back in 2016. I would have rather had Biden run in 16 than in 20. His brain was at least working back then. Yeah. And he could have very openly ridden on Obama's coattail. Essentially had a third Obama term. Yeah. Which was awful in its own way, but I, I... I really don't think, and I, yeah, I don't think that the Joe Biden administration will be anywhere as destructive as a Trump administration. I don't think that that's no. possible. Even in 2020, when his brains are mashed potatoes, I don't think that a Biden administration will be as bad as a Trump administration. No, I mean nobody's is. There's not a. There's not a. I can't think of a single person except maybe like Rick Santorum who would be a worse president than fucking Donald Trump. I think that the 2024 presidential election is going to be Anderson Cooper versus Tucker Carlson. Anderson. <laughs> yes. Um, We're getting oh, to that love- point where it's going to not be politicians and it will just be celebrities running. I, I do love Anderson Cooper. You fucking would. Him. You would love Anderson Cooper. He's a great dude. He's such a, such a good dude. Anderson Cooper's a good dude. I know he's a CNN dude, but he's just a beautiful man. And everything that comes out of his mouth is like, I just feel comfortable when he says it, you know? Yeah, this is Does why. Does he have a podcast? Uh, no. I would not. I would podcast. But I mean, think... that sentiment, you fawning over him, you simping for him like that, you just open it up and you're saying, come on here. Like that. A little bit. No, I know. 100%. That... He's an attractive. Come on. He's an attractive. Dude. He's a silver fox. But that is what will get him elected. And I really think that American politics are steering in that direction. I mean, like, there's all these celebrities now who are talking about how they want to run, like, even though they're kind of joking. Like, people seriously want The Rock to run. Like, there's the whole Kanye thing. Like, honestly, The honestly, the Rock and Anderson Cooper, both of those. I, well, The Rock is a Republican, we'll so he would be the Republican candidate. The Rock is right. like a very public Republican. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 still he would, would probably not be nearly he, as bad as Trump. He would probably run as a Democrat because he would be running against like a MAGA guy. But like, but I've heard this before. It's like, what evidence is there that he's a Republican? Didn't he what, give a bunch of fucking money to if people say that it, it, they think it's obvious because he's rich. But no, he I like, really don't know if that's true. Shit. I'll look it up. Talk for a minute. Okay, I I just because he's another dude that's like he's such a good dude. <laughs> he's been registered. Rod- he is registered as a Republican and has appeared at the Republican convention to boost voter registration. For for when? When did he do that? Because that's important. Well, this article was written in 2017, so it was before 2017. I that sounds like a lie. Uh, okay, so they're lying about someone who was on TV. They're lying about something that, I mean, yeah, that's, it sounds like you're in denial. I might be in denial. Well, that sucks. I, I liked, I like, I like The Rock a lot. I think he's fun. No, but I, I, I 100% believe that we are moving towards American politics at the highest level that have become so much like entertainment that they're going to start having entertainers do the bidding of these parties. What kind of crocacy would you call this? A what? What? Like you know, like there's what Morzorock, Morzolocracy. There's democracy. Did you call it? Did you call it? A, did you call it a cro- a crocacy? Just like 
I'm just looking for the end of. But a, why did you put uh, a C in front of it for crocacy? <laughs> like it's a fucking a government rule by crocodiles. An ocracy. Yeah, that's what an I was looking ocracy, for. Not a cro- a crocracy. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just have to wear those shoes if you run. Um, yeah. What kind of ocracy is it when all when the only people that win are celebrities? I what doubt that, that there's called? a fucking name. Celebrocracy? No, it would have to be like whatever the Latin word for like famous person is. Let me see. Popularocracy? I don't... Um, I mean, Claris, C-L-A-R-U-S is, I guess, Clara- the Latin Clara-ocracy. word for... So it would be like a, cl- think... a clerocracy? Yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. I don't... I know you have not. You don't even know... No, you that... Shut up. Just shut up. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> That's just not fucking real. Um, what was it? I mean, we already said the like what geriocracy or whatever or geritocracy. Geriocracy is when it's the government run by old people. Oh yeah, God, that'd be a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah, um, the terms would have to change. It'd have to be like a one term or one year term. Because all these motherfuckers would. Well, that's already what we have now. I mean, everybody running for fucking president, all the serious contenders were, like, over fucking 70 years old. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, no, it fucking sucks. But, um, I think that, I think that Trump, or, yeah, uh, was it gerontocracy? Yeah, geriatric. Gerontocracy is, is, uh, a government run by old people. Um, but no, dude, I, I think that Trump proves that we don't need to have a politician as the head of state. And we're not going to have any more. The idea of us having an actual politician run our country is something that I think will will soon be um, the state of a bygone era. And we're going to have celebrities and people who draw your attention in. And it's one step closer to the end like you want for this country to like start over. The end's already fucking here. We are in the beginning stages of like the, the fall of an empire. It is interesting because we are going to probably witness an empire collapse, which not that many people get to do, especially from the inside. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be a fucking terrible nightmare. What's going to be your your street food of choice? My street food of choice? Yeah, when everything goes to shit. What, and all the restaurants shut down and we just have to eat like hot dogs and pretzels and shit? Yeah. I mean, not, I'm not going to fucking survive if things break down to this, like, Hollywood apocalyptic level. Like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and be like, I'm going to get a bow and get up on a roof and start fucking crossbowing zombie people. Like, no, like, I would I would definitely get murdered. I would get round up by the Gestapo when they start trying to cleanse, like, leftists from cities. I'm sure I'm on a list somewhere. All the crazy shit I say, either on well, here or online. We both are now. Yeah. I mean, I'll get round up and fucking sent to a gulag. That's whatever. Um, sort of, I've sort of accepted that fate. Like if things, if things get to the point that some leftists think that it will, where they start like rounding people up, which is something that you know happens in fascist countries, like for opposition parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's like the state of the country, like I'm definitely getting scooped up. Like my only survival strategy would be to, you know use my network of contacts around the country to, you know, leave this area and then just assume a new identity. But like, like I'm not going to fucking last that long. Like that's be real. Yeah. Neither am I. No, but I'll I'll conform to whatever the, uh, 
Oh, you'll 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 flip in a heartbeat. You're not dedicated to any cause. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'll start marching. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they would the, they would recruit. I'll you. hold the fascist flag. Yeah. Oh no, one hundred percent. You know, you you'll be fine. You'll survive. You have no. You I'll have put no down the protesters with some gas. Yeah. No, you would probably be really into that, honestly. But you know what would happen? Like, I'd be marching. I'd be. I'd be putting down the protesters, but as soon as, like, they're like, you have to kill this motherfucker, and it's, like, some dude with his hands behind his back and, like, lined up, I I think I would, like, throw up, and they'd be like, you pussy, and then, like, they'll turn the gun on me, and they'll be like, you get in there now, and I'll start fucking bawling my eyes out, and then I'll get down on my knees, and I'll just die a fucking coward and a pussy. I mean, you're definitely gonna die a coward and a pussy, but, um... I don't think that you would ever say no to a superior in a military situation. You would do it and then like you wouldn't be able to sleep and then you just cry all the time and then other people in your unit would be like, uh, that guy's losing his mind and we should just put a pillow over his face and then a gun in the pillow and then just send him to Jesus. Yeah, I think I think 100% that is exactly yeah, what would happen. You're not going to die like a hero's death being like, I won't kill this innocent man. No, you would. <sighs> yes, sir. And Come give on, the at salute. least give me that, dude. I'm not going to, I wouldn't shoot a person with their hands behind their back. I don't yes, think I could would. ever do that. Yes, you would. If you were told to, uh, as you as as like a conscripted, a conscripted member of this you know what new fascist, arm, fascist army, you would 100% kill uh, an with innocent With tears in my eyes, I'd be like, Tell me if, tell me what they've done bad, and they'll be like, "He's." You wouldn't do any he, of this, huh? You wouldn't do any of this. You nope. You are not poetic. We have established that seven times on this <laughs> fucking episode alone. Um, I do have a um, I do have a history lesson. You want to do it? Yeah, we're at. 50. It's quick. We're 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 up towards the end, but that's cool. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we go to history? Because history will probably be how we end it. Yeah, uh, no, I don't. Yes, you don't. I mean, do you? Do you have something you want to bring up real quick? No, it's your, this is your rodeo, baby. It's fine. I mean, um, we'll go out on, we'll go out on history. Okay. It's, um, it's a fast one. It's a quick one. It Just it like sex with to... you. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. Um, okay, so this is History Lessons with Jordan D. All right, so today we're going to talk about something that kind of relates to today. Today we're going to talk about something that relates to today. Today we're going to talk about something in the past that relates to today. (laughs) This history lesson is going to cover something in the past. Right. (laughs) Fucking moron. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> so, so we talked. Um, remember when we talked about Hamilton and his whole like? Uh, so, remember when he passed his debt? Wait, did, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you bring it up on the show, or did you tell me in private that you watched Hamilton and you cried? I think I brought it up on the show. Well, let me just remind everybody then. <laughs> I did cry. Um, <laughs> he had a debt consolidation plan that we talked about before. I forget what episode it was, but it was um. Uh, but it was yeah about that, and so debts 
to be paid off were to be paid off by tariffs and new taxes after they passed this plan. So it needed to be paid for. Um, now, in 1791, Congress passed the Whiskey Act in 1791, which taxed distilled spirit production. Okay. Um, it was the first tax on any U.S. domestic products. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. So, so how do you think the people responded to that? They were super into it. And they, they named their children the Prohibition Act of 17-whatever. <laughs> um, absolutely not. So many in western Pennsylvania refused to pay the tax. There were protesters, and many tax collectors were actually tarred and feathered. That rocks so hard. Yeah. Tarred and feathered, I always thought was like kind of like a whatever thing. Uh, but it's brutal as like, shit. Yeah, painful, like, and like... Your skin would all... Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I mean... That would suck. I'm assuming you survived from it, right? But, like, you wish you yes. didn't. Well, it depends on what tar they used. Well, yeah. Apparently... Yeah. There were some tars that, like, literally burned your flesh, so you're just, like, deformed for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then there are some tars that are just, like, hot and suck, but then you're fine. <clears throat> um, The local PA courts refused to convict tax delinquents. Cool. So then George Washington gathered a 13,000 man army. 13,000. Now this was larger than any army led by Washington during the entirety of the Revolutionary War. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what's the, wait, hold on. Andrew, what is the national population at this time? What year are we talking? 1791. Andrew, what was the national population in 1791? The first census of 1790 showed the U.S. population to exceed 3.9 million persons. 13,000 is a lot of fucking people. Um, so this army was enough to quell the rebellion. Well, yeah, Only dude, that's 12... like fucking half the country at that point. Right, yeah. So like 12 men were arrested, two were convicted of treason, but eventually pardoned by George Washington. All, so... all of these men were? Or just the ones convicted of treason? Just the one, so they arrested 12, and I imagine they released 10 of them and then convicted two of them for treason. Okay. But then they were pardoned by Washington. Mm -hmm. So it was basically like a small rebellion, and they were like, oh, that's 13,000 dudes, dude. Like, yeah. Fuck. The whiskey tax was repealed in 1800 by Thomas Jefferson. Okay. All right. So, um, why was this tax, which was considered by Hamilton a luxury tax, such a big deal, do you think? Um, I mean, it's a luxury. Nobody, at that time, luxury taxes were kind of like, like nobody's going to rise up over a luxury tax. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a tax on a non-essential good or service, right? Right. You know what I mean? Probably, so it's not like you're getting taxed on something like water, which everyone needs. But it's, I would imagine that people freaked out because it was either a big part of the economy or because it was a big part of their personal life. Hell yeah, you got it. So farmers uh, converted a lot of their grains into whiskey because transporting the grains themselves were very difficult to do then. Um, so the whiskey was often used as currency and almost every farmer was involved in distilling uh, distilling 
making it a very important, very important to the farmer's economy. Mm-hmm. So they they basically used whiskey as currency. How cool is that? You know, just, just like booze he's... money, booze money. Yeah, um, this made the whiskey tax a tax on crop, uh, on a crop essentially, right? So other crops like cotton and tobacco were not taxed. Um, so these were kind of um, the people who did the wheat for whiskey and stuff. Uh, they felt kind of alienated, right? Because it's not all farmers. It was just them that were getting fucked. Um, two methods to pay the tax were a flat tax or by the gallon. The larger distilleries produce whiskey in high volumes and are able to afford the flat free, uh, the flat fee, which saves money for the producer. The smaller farmers distill as home business, right? So, like, you have all these small farmers, and they're basically just doing this at home uh, to sell for a little bit extra money to buy goods and services and stuff. Um, but the larger producers um, who could pay the flat tax, they could save money. So the larger producers pay $0.06 cents per gallon on that flat uh, uh, tax payment, and the smaller farmers pay $0.09 cents per gallon, which gives the larger companies an advantage. So the reason I bring this up is just, uh, one, because George Washington brought an army to uh, basically go against his own people, Mm -hmm. which is something that's similar to to today. Yeah. And then um, also this just comes back to class, right? So from the very, very beginning, you have um, something that was put in place that has, you know, the more poor farmers, um, you know, they have a disadvantage because they're they're paying more even though they're making less uh, of this item that's taxed. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. So that's the Whiskey Rebellion in a sense. So I just thought it was cool. No, that's, that's actually very interesting. I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. I just got some breaking news. Oh, okay. Well, that concludes History Lessons with Jordan D. Yeah, what's up? What's the breaking news? You pregnant? Yeah, I'm I'm having a baby. Uh, No, Hogan said that we're going to go ahead with stage three on Friday. What's, uh, things are opening up more. Bringing kids back to school? I think that that's already like something that he wants to do. Um, well, kids back in school are like they're just doing Zoom classes right now. So what I'm reading right now in this WTOP article that was sent to me: religious facilities may open to the general public with 75% capacity. Retail businesses and malls may open at 75% capacity. All manufacturing businesses may open. Businesses that provide personal services such as beauty salons, barbershops, tattoo parlors, tanning salons, massage parlors, and others that provide aesthetic services may open to the general public on an appointment basis not exceeding 50% capacity. Total number of people allowed in indoor recreation areas may not exceed 50% capacity. Indoor theaters may open to the general public with 50% capacity or shall not exceed 100 people. Oh... Wow. So we get to watch movies again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get to we get to have a normal life finally. Um this is a fucking nightmare. 
and this will be very bad. And we're going to go right back up with the amount of cases that are in the state. This, uh, this fucking sucks. We finally got our numbers down. This is what fucking infuriates me. Like, as of right now, our positivity rate's 3.39%. Like, it's gone down a fuck ton. Right. So this is the time to, to keep on going with that until we have the vaccine or whatever. Um, and also, I, I guess the reason why this, this kind of, why Hogan is going on with this is because it's kind of, you know, it's not, coronavirus has kind of left the news, right? And that's only because there's not really anything left to say except for when something like this happens, when we're moving forward with things that probably shouldn't be more moved forward with yet. Well, it's being know? buried pretty hard. But I mean, like, to, to keep it Maryland-centric, apparently our hospitalization rates are down 77% since its peak 122 days ago. And the ICU levels are also down 30%. So... We're doing really well, and now we're going to erase all of this. I mean, I honestly think he's doing it on Friday so that places open up for the fucking three-day weekend so people can make money. If I'm right. being completely honest. Yeah. Like, it's... It's fucking... Complete... Complete insanity to me. Um, oh, they're trying to have us use a fucking app. The Exposures Notifications Express... It's like supposed to be a fucking contact tracing app. Uh-huh. Like it, this is fucking so stupid. Um so I guess there's also some Nobody's stuff. Nobody's gonna with, download no app. I don't want that shit on here. I got I don't got any room. I got too many cool candy crush clone games to play. Right. I'm trying to read anything about fucking um schools opening back up, but um I can't like actually read this right now, but let's see. Um, I mean, they recruited 11,000 people to serve as election judges, so I guess he still really wants people to, uh, vote in person. But, uh, did you, are you doing mail-in? I would if it would come in the fucking mail. I haven't gotten one yet. What do you mean you haven't gotten one yet? I haven't gotten a thing. You don't get a fucking thing, you idiot. You have to fucking request it. This isn't Oregon. From online? Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I got to go online and do it? I want to bash my head into the wall. Jesus Christ, dude. Where do I go? Um, it, If you Google it, you can find it. It's like the Maryland Board of Elections dude, website. Dude, if I don't know, a lot of people don't know. You don't right? know because you're a fucking idiot, but like, it, it has nothing to do- I'm not a fucking idiot. Yes. I just thought that they were sending everyone shit. No, because this isn't Oregon. You live in Maryland again. Did you ever okay, once have well, a mail-in ballot or an absentee ballot just given to you in your 20-something years of living here before you absconded to the West Coast? No. No, but... No, you didn't. They know where I fucking live. I hate this conversation so much. I don't know why you're getting so angry. My blood pressure I mean, is going through the roof. I don't fucking get why you're so angry. I'm legitimately There's seeing There's nobody that told me... I gotta sit back. ...that I need to go on... Nobody told me that I need to go online and fucking register that shit, you know? I'm already registered to vote. They should just send it to me. That's not how it works in this state. Okay, well, like I said, me, who someone is somewhat politically inclined, who... I think you're proving how politically inclined you are not. How aware of things, how unaware of things you are. Look, and it's also very upsetting on my route to see 
that I haven't seen many people doing it. Jordan, I'm going to punch you through this fucking thing. They haven't sent it out yet because it's fucking September, bud. Why would you have an early ballot in September? Some people do. Who does? Show me one person who does, please. I'll I'm sit here and are... wait. No, Andrew, play the fucking clock. Let's let's wait for Jordan to find me someone who has their absentee ballot for the for the election I'll, in November. How the fuck am I going to do that? Look, because you right. have a cell phone and nothing but time, bud. No, I don't. I don't have nothing. To... We are out of time. Yeah. Oh, fact. yep. <laughs> this is very a con- so... very convenient time for you to, for you <laughs> we to. We are hit the out buzzer. of time, guys. <laughs> So I'll give uh, you from we, now until the next episode to find me someone who has a ballot right now. I'm serious. I, I'm pretty sure my dad has one. You have two days to prove to me <laughs> that, 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 that people have already gotten absentee ballots and early voting ballots for the November election. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this is uh, You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at Bolsheviks. And, um, yeah, you can. Uh, what's the other things? What we have a Patreon for five dollars a month. Yeah, you can get an extra episode if you like that. Uh, oh, 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 oh. There's a Discord chat really, on the Patreon too. Yeah, yeah. What's really important is that you uh, tell your friends about us, and that you leave a comment, and then you give us like a uh, a bunch of stars ratings. You know what is it? Five. Just a bunch. A bunch of stars ratings. Just a bunch of star ratings. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I guess that's it, right? Um, we got some exciting stuff coming up. What? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck do we have coming up? <laughs> Just, you know, more episodes. Just the I fact guess. that we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay well Ugh. again thank you guys am i missing anything i don't think so did you tell them that they can find all of us on the socials me you and andrew yeah no God damn. i mean yeah yeah i didn't why do you do that why is it when i ask you a question you say yeah no <laughs> it's a re- <laughs> it's a reaction thing look uh, you can find what are you, Lord Hooper? Uh, I'm killing Lord it. No, Hooper. I'm killing it. We're ending it. This is so painful. Right. This is just... Bye. God damn it. <laughs>